Why, hello there. Hello there, Mr. Robbie Suera. Hello there, Miss. Uh, shall I say, um, I'm going to butcher the, the acronym, but the I think it's NHRI or what is it? N- NHSI? What the hell is it? Anyway, N something national something. May I say, uh, so, one of us, it's not me is uh nominated to be the reporter of the year uh and 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 i listen i listen i have to i have to sing your praises for a bit because i I gotta say this is the nicest thing i'm ever gonna say to you in public on air uh well deserved uh because you are a you're like the um you're like the uh let me how do i equate this you're like the to me you're like a uh, like the mariah carey 1990s version of a journalist like you're just everything and uh and and you deserve it my friend well thank you thank you and uh it's my parent company is called cnhi um, yep i was close i was close Um, it's community newspaper holdings inc um that's what it stands for um and i actually got it i wasn't um nominated so um but thank you thank you yeah uh, yeah yeah i was well i didn't know if you because I, I, I mean, we talked about it before, and then I didn't know if you were nominated or, or you got it, or I was confused which one it was. So. No, that's a, there's a, a couple of uh, Associated Press Awards. Um, oh, yeah, okay. That, and yeah. those are something else entirely. But oh, there's, like, oh. my newspaper has, like, three rounds of awards, so that's the, you know. Look at, look at, look at you. Look at, <laughs> do they give you a, uh, do they give you, like, a, an, like, they give you, like, a, like, a little trophy band, like, a little statue uh, we got newspaper of the year, so my newspaper is gonna get a big old trophy. Um, I, I'd be like, I feel like you should get an individual one, but like, I get, like, I get a little money, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, sure, <laughs> but I feel like, oh, you know, they give you like a little trophy of like some like some like dude in the field, is it some dude or some girl or you know guy or girl in a fetal position like drinking coffee in the corner of her newsroom like i feel like that's a good trophy mantle to have up there like <laughs> yeah just so just down I, honestly they could give me like a few more mugs and that would be uh like more mugs and tea because i drink tea i'm not a coffee yeah. drinker Ugh, um, i know you're not which is that would be that would be oh a, a worthy award i would be very happy with that it's actually, you know, it's actually going to be, it's actually going to be a golden, uh, it's going to be a golden liquor bottle. Yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> you know they, us, us journalists like to uh, hit the bottle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as we're speaking right now, I am drinking wine. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what, like, what that says about me personally. It's like, whether that's my occupation or that's just my personal alcoholism, but I assure you it's all mixed together. Oh, it's both. I, uh, so I, it's funny because I was talking to some of my, um, co-workers about this and we were talking about how nobody in journalism is really all that well adjusted (laughs) they kind of all have problems so that's just the field you know the field is exactly the field attracts people with uh with problems (laughs) honestly you know that kind of hurts you know listen that hurts you know that hurts you know my rep you know and i talk to people and go like oh like what do you do for your job and i'm like i'm a I'm a journalist, and they go, "Oh no!" Like that's like, like <laughs> that's the new, yeah, that's the new, uh, that's the new uh, serial killer now. It's like, oh, I killed a guy. I'm a journalist. It's like, ah, you know what? I'm gonna have to back out of this. Uh, 
this relationship. You're like, oh, well, I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, okay, look, I, I, before I tell you what I do with my life, I have to preface, I'm not a murderer. I didn't do time in jail. I'm not yet an alcoholic, but I'm on my way. But I <laughs> I'm am a transitioning a, alcoholic. A journalist. You know, <laughs> you, know you, you have to whisper it. I'm a journalist. <laughs> you ever, have you ever seen the Ian Peel skit where it's like, and I told her, bitch. Yeah, like, yeah. Bitch bitch. The one where they're like in the tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they're trying to escape their wives when they t- talk bad about them. <laughs> Yes. yes. Speaking of speaking of that, uh, so I didn't watch it, but you did watch it, so you can, you know, you can fill me in on uh, the Oscars were last Sunday, I think, right? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were Sunday. Last, last Sunday, Get Out won for best original screenplay, I believe it was. Woo! Yes. Which well, well deserved, great movie. Um, what the I fuck? Mo- get out because I don't. I'm not good in like scary movies, and I understand it's more of a thriller. But I just, my heart hitches every time I hear about the, like, storyline of Get Out. And I get yeah. really scared. <laughs> like, You're just like, whoa, no, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm nah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm straight. I'm always just really worried and get anxious. And well, it makes me sad. <laughs> well, if you, if you want to watch a, a, a horror movie that's not a horror movie at all, and like, like it's a really funny movie, actually. It's a movie called uh, it's called The Bye Bye Man. Okay. It is oh god, it's one of the worst fucking movies I've seen. And this is a person who saw three, three Fifty Shades of Grey movies <laughs> in the span of like problem. twelve months. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I have seen like The Unborn was a scary movie that I saw, um, and it really wasn't that bad, but. I just I don't like I don't like scary movies. It's just it's my thing. Um, but is it like the the random like jump scares or just like I just I get really factor just on behalf of the characters, and I just start thinking, well, there's no hope. You should just kill yourself now. Like you're not getting out of this alive. <laughs> my favorite like trope, or I guess it's not anymore, but my favorite trope used to be like used to be like oh ten like good looking teenagers and like. Eight of them are there to have sex, and like one of them's like the nerd, and one of them's like the cabin in the woods. Yeah, or yeah, cabin in the woods, or really anyone. It's just like then it's like one of them is like the person who's like, "There's a killer, guys! There's a killer!" And so like uh, I used to like like that setup because like it's always predictable. But then like they always just like the black guy always like died first, and mm-hmm. it's like yeah, I was like ah, that's not realistic because the moment they said haunted anything. That motherfucker wasn't going in the cabin. Actually, the moment they said cabin, that motherfucker was going to stay home. He's like, nah, cabin, like, I'm good. Nah, I'm good, guys. Thanks. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to some damn Lincoln Logs. You, <laughs> you straight. Um, so the Oscars, um, so I didn't watch any of it. So like me, <laughs> did not watch at all. Um, and I think I remember I texted you about, I texted you because we were going to like talk like outside of the podcast because uh, le- believe it or not, me and Whitney are, are, are friends. Actually, acquaintances actually yeah um some would say some would say best friends but that's that's pushing it there that's pushing pushing it i don't have friends so i can't have a best friend if i don't have any friends uh by default uh by default but if if we were friends we would be best friends by default by default but that's just that's that's silly talk that's poppycock actually um so there there's i heard there's a movie that won best picture i have never heard of this movie 
I'd be have like I've never seen the movie. I oh, I think oh, that movie's oh. made up. I think it's I've made up. Seen it. I've seen it. Is it good? I saw Shape of Water. So what are... I did. I did oh. see the Shape of Water. The Shape of Water. I thought at first there I thought at first there was like, oh, is that the Ed Sheeran album? So, oh, the Ed Sheeran, the Ed Sheeran when song? you find out why it's called the Shape of Water, I really like the title. I have to say there's some it's some poetry he quotes, and I forget what it's actually, but it's something like I feel you all around me, you know, kind of thing. Like, it's a love poem. And he's kind of oh. like, I feel you all around me. You're in the air. You're in the water. Like, you are the, you are the shape of it or something like that. And so it's supposed to be, like, the love is the shape of water kind of thing. Isn't that just the Ed Sheeran song? That's the shape of you. Oh. Well, aren't we, aren't we, but aren't we made up of water? So technically, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, um, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen The Shape of Water. That's like probably fifty people. She fucked the fucking yeah. you, Have you not seen all the like images of the the fish guy? No, wait, no. What the fuck? Oh, wait, she fucked the fish. Uh, so he's like a man creature <laughs> fish. Like he has gills. Motherfucker has Motherfucker. <laughs> and she floods her bathroom so that way she can have sex with him. I can't tell which part of this you're making up. Making <laughs> up any of it. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. It was the reason why people liked it so much was because it has like a fairy tale. I want to call it like a '50s, but I'm not. I'm gonna say like golden era Hollywood kind of like it just feels magical. Like, it, the whole movie just feels like it, it, it kind of like gives you like that childlike hope in fairy tales, if that makes sense. So it's like a Hollywood fairy tale that's beautifully shot and it is well acted. Like, I think that all in all, it was a good movie, but the screenplay, the idea itself was. She weird. fucked the fish! She <laughs> fucked the fish the time, and then she ran away into the ocean with him. I'm sorry. I like okay. Like, and I, I get that. Like, I get like you know. It's, it's, I think it's one of, see, it's one of those movies where sleep. Like, I'm you know me. I'm very, I can't. I get hung up on things very easily. Yes. And the part where she is fucking something with a gills and like bloop, 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 like yeah, the, the point exactly where she's fucking Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like I'm kind of like hoping that was part of it. Like she got a fish food and then like she left the trails to the bedroom and fish food and she just fucked it. But. <laughs> Like my the part like that would like get to me is that like I can watch the movie and go oh man this is well acted like I, I, all the things that you said you know beautiful cinematography all that shit but then there's part of you that's gonna stick with me that goes but wait a second did she or did she not fuck a fish and then someone goes yes and I go well I, I can't <laughs> take this movie seriously. Robbie they it's not one of those things where they like okay they do cut away but they also <laughs> do talk about it like there's this okay, so. <laughs> Uh, plays a character who is mute. Yeah. Okay. Which is like the second worst thing next to be- fucking a fish, but okay. <laughs> okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, Octavia Spencer's character, who is fantastic. Um, yes, Octavia she is. Spencer's character goes like, so what's his, it's something along the lines of like, so what's his stuff like? And she motions with her hands because she's mute. Like, talks about how there's a fold that his penis comes out of kind of thing. <laughs> I, 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 
But okay. And here's the thing, like I, I realize that you know I'm being insensitive. All right. I'm being very insensitive. Yeah, you're so because, rude to fish people. Because she didn't look, she didn't fuck a, a fish, she fucked a sea creature. Or some people might say she fucked a person of the sea or a person of the water. All right. So I recant what I said about her fucking she is not it's not like she fucked Nemo, she fucked a person of the sea. So I retract that statement. Well, I he's was supposed wrong. to be like a god, kind of. Like he has these like kind of cool powers where he like oh, heals no, people. Um, but what? Who's the who played? Who's the actor that played the, the fish or played the sea? Well, person? I know he was in a suit the whole time and he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I, oh. See, the the acting was it wasn't the guy in the fish suit who was good because I have no idea who it was. <laughs> so the neighbor is a gay man who helps her out. Yep, and he uh, was nominated for best supporting actor. And ah, uh. the fuck his name is, and I'm gonna have to look it up now. Um. And Octavia Spencer was nominated too. Of course, of course, I expect that. That's yeah. Uh, obviously, she should always. And Sally Hawkins was the main lead, and mm-hmm. Richard Jenkins. Richard Jenkins was the fish. No, Richard Jenkins was. The oh, lead. oh, I was like, I was like, I was like, geez, <laughs> sheesh. Um, um, and they um, call him Amphibian Man. It was played by <laughs> Doug Jones. Doug, jo- I don't know what the fuck that is though. So. He's not. Oh my gosh, he's got the weirdest bone structure. He's got very no, no shit. I wonder why they casted him. He's got very prominent cheekbones. Wow. He actually has no. He has no invertebrae. It was just perfect. <laughs> I yeah, so, you've anyway. blown you've blown my mind with this. I did not know that. The, I must have been under like a under a under a um under a fucking rock or under some algae because I did not know that there was a movie where somebody fucked a fish. I, or fucked a sea person, yeah. excuse me. Yeah, and Amphibian it won... Man. Amphibian Man. Amphibian, yes. Amphibious, pers- Amphibious Personicus, yes, I got it. Yeah, so anyway, that was uh, <laughs> The Shape of Water, and I did see it. <laughs> the person I saw it with has seen it like five times now it, it is their favorite movie and i so that's why i know why people like it i do not relate because i came out of that movie because you don't want to fuck fish so understandable. Well, i came out of that movie and i was like wait <laughs> that was a love story like i thought it was because if, if, if it had been one of those things where she was rescuing a sea creature kind of thing, yeah, like, like the love angle, probably could have been for perfectly fine with it. But she fucked a fish. She she had she had sexual relations with a fish. Which you know what? <laughs> well, you know what the you know what the funny thing is, you know, you at least could say you know when she went to drown her bedroom, she had no problem getting wet. So wow, Ryan. Wow. <laughs> Holy crud. Well, this is why I cannot watch this. This is why exactly why I cannot watch this movie. <laughs> You're terrible. You're terrible. Like, absolutely terrible. 110% why I cannot watch this movie. <laughs> um, I do want to, by the way, I wanted to make a small note from last week's podcast. Yes, please. I didn't correct you on this, and correct. I apologize. Um, oh, no. You said something about how 
you if you were a woman you would know if you were pregnant within six weeks and i want you to know that's a fucking dumb dumb statement oh um, no offense you were talking about 50 shades and yes no she was pregnant yes and, you know without getting into too much detail i just want to say the woman's body is a weird ass shit and yeah, people I've heard there's there's parts in there. I've heard, yeah. Yeah, there's 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 parts. Um, As there's, someone who's never touched a woman, you could. I've never, you know. Yeah, you've never, ever. <laughs> exactly. Um, I have no clue what's going down but there. It's actually like morning. I don't think morning sickness kicks in at six weeks. I think it kicks in later. I have never been pregnant, so I don't oh, know. Good that. disclaimer. But think like that's one of the big arguments of abortion laws that comes up, like um. You know, when people talk about shortening the time, they're like, women often don't know they're pregnant until like 12 weeks. Ah. They'll be like, they'll be like, wait a minute. I guess my period didn't come last month. You know, like, oh, shit. Ah. So it's kind of like, it's not as easy as you think. So it's not like, uh, it's not like, uh, like if you get like a confirmation email or not. It's not like, oh. Yeah, you know, there's no confirmation email. And like, oh, you're pregnant. You're pregnant. Uh, click this link to know more. About yeah, your body, about your body. That, that's not how it works. It's uh-huh. the, well, I well for every person, but just wanted to slightly correct you. Um, as a, as a, uh, as a, uh, what the fuck's this? Oh, as a uh, stupid male trademark, uh, I apologize uh, to uh, all women. <laughs> I, <laughs> this, as, is not, this is not the as the representative of all women. That, yes, I, as I apologize to you. From the representative of all men. Um, yes, of, of all of all men and of all black people. So that's yeah, two yeah. in one right there. That's like, <laughs> um, I still, uh, it's still not as bad as that one politician who said that women couldn't, le- the legitimate rape thing, like yeah. if, if a woman was legitimately raped, her body would shut it down. <laughs> shut it, shut it down. <laughs> what? Yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, you don't remember that? Uh, oh wait no yes i do yes, okay you know what yes i do yes i do the thing yeah. is that when you said like when you said that i've assumed that like at least 50 senators have said that before so i was trying to figure out which one yeah. actually said it yeah so anyway um that that it, i just i was listening to the podcast again and i was like i didn't i didn't say anything it yeah was, you're you're, com- you're complicit you're complicit in my in my misogyny <laughs> representative todd aiken by the way of ah yes yes missouri it yes, says mo yes. mo is missouri right yes mo yeah. is missouri okay yeah so todd aiken of missouri for people who are listening at home and or mo or mo mo money mo money mo money but what? <laughs> mo, you know mo money mo money mo money you're the worst person i've ever met i hate you so. <laughs> You know what my favorite thing is? I actually love. Okay, so there's a speaking of men saying horrendous things about women, but not no not 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 to make it depressing. Uh, so my my grandfather, uh, old old man, old man, like we're talking, he is eighty two. Um, like that motherfucker when he when he breathes, like a, a, a slave spiritual comes out. Like that motherfucker is old as shit. So uh, he we were uh, at a we were <laughs> we were at a um like a family reunion, right? And so, you know, talking to him and he was really like struggling with the concept of like 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 pregnancies and shit. Um and so I remember he looked at me and he said, I don't I don't actually remember when you I don't remember when your grandmama was, was pregnant. I mean I remember 
Remember, her stomach got bigger. But I just talked it up to too much waffles. And I said, wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> well, you have, to, you have to understand, you see, he's from the South, you see. And he's from, like, not, not just the South. He's from, like, Demopolis, Alabama, which I think has like, a population of, like, 12 people. So they've probably never seen pregnant people before. Wait, so That's not far from me, Robbie. Really? Oh, oh I, didn't, I didn't know that. No, yeah, I have, a, I have family I, in Demopolis. I'm on the state line between Alabama and Mississippi. Oh, wait, I knew that. Oh, you know that. yeah, that's true. Yeah, and, but I don't ever, I don't ever visit. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't visit them right next. So. <laughs> I don't visit well, them. D- no, I just, it's weird because it's like, whoa, you're close to me. Whoa, whoa no, do, no, do not whoa. say you. <laughs> do not group me in there. <laughs> Listen, we're we're we the bougie. We're bougie. <laughs> we're we're bougie. All right. We I don't we don't I don't associate with. Listen, these 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 are the same relatives that talk about mailing up mailing mailing up chitlins to us every Christmas, and I'm like, nah, you keep that shit down there, bruh. You know what? Uh, but you, know you what have to... like good Southern like grits, right? Like or barbecue. Oh yeah, yes, yes sir. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes sir. Making sure because you know you saw that whole Brooklyn barbecue thing that was going, <gasps> on, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I was like, okay, I'm I'm a damned Yankee at this point. Um <laughs> for folks who don't know, the difference between a Yankee and a damned Yankee is that a Yankee leaves and a damned Yankee lives there. Yes. So, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um but uh yeah, so I might be a damned Yankee at this point, but even I know that there's good that's not barbecue like you got to go below the mason dixon line listen listen you got this you got to get called racial slur uh to get some good barbecue there i mean it's worth it sometimes you just gotta you just gotta go i mean i'm gonna say sexist slur oh sexist right i'm sexist racist homophobic i mean listen i actually believe that's the 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 law like you can pay money you just get paid in like your humanity and dignity, and it's like, all right, now we're just gonna offer you some good old steak. It's like, oh, okay, <laughs> all right, sir. I, 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 I raise you that, I raise you that sexist slur, and you raise me, uh, two, two beef, two beef burgers. I'll be good. We good. Um, here's the thing about like New York cuisine, to say, um, this is coming from someone born and raised there, um, and not like those people who say, oh, I'm from New York, but they're from fucking Westchester. That's not New York City. Okay. Those are my favorite people. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> They're the worst. When we get to this section of our podcast, I did date somebody from uh, a little further, a little further out of the city than Westchester, but not that. Long. We call we call that we call that in the podcast. This is a teaser. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> the thing about New York City, yeah, it's like uh, cuisine. Uh, like, listen, we you know I, I, I know Italian food. Probably. Italian? Did you just say Italian? Did I really say that? Oh, I'm, I've been here way too long. Italian? Did I say Italian? Oh you God. gotta leave. <laughs> it's Italian, Italian food, probably top top notch. Like pizza, were the best pizza place ever. Like I don't want to hear shit from Chicago or Chicago's deep dish pizza. Okay, Chicago pizza is a casserole. Move hey, thank on. you, thank you. It's just a. Oh, I like Chicago pizza, Ugh. but it's a casserole. Well, yes, it's not a pizza. Okay, if you're gonna classify it as just like, listen, I'm sure Chicago's best. They lead, they lead the the world in mozzarella pepperoni casseroles, but it's not fucking pizza. Um, I'd say you know, um, what else? There's uh, you know, I, like, we have really great Mediterranean cuisine. Uh, you know, you know our, you know our 
you know, our Chinese food is pretty good. It's not like authentic Chinese food, but in terms of like, you know, Americanized Chinese food is probably top notch. Like Chinatown, you have some of the best Chinese restaurants in the world that aren't, you know, in China. Um, uh, but we, one thing we don't do is barbecue. We're not a barbecue place. Like we're just not. There's never been. Was that one barbecue place I can name in New York City that is worth going to? Wow, that's yeah. a. I can. I cruel. I can admit that. Like the, the the most famous one for a while was Dallas Barbecue in Times Square, and that's one of the most atrocious places I've ever been in my entire life. Okay. Uh... Like Lunchables, Lunchables has better seasoning than their than their barbecue. Okay. <laughs> oh shit! You call them out. Burying, I'm burying them. But hey, if you want to sponsor this podcast, I will gladly talk about how good your barbecue is for uh, for just a small sponsorship. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah, buried them. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I have to say that I have gained a newfound appreciation of food coming down here. And mm-hmm. that, yeah, oh man, I, I've definitely gained weight moving down here. And hey, it, listen, you still, you listen, you still look as ugly as as you were the, the first day I met you. I'm gonna cry. Yeah, you should. <laughs> uh, but the uh, I think the air has lard. Like I think lard is in the actual air here, uh, so it's unavoidable. Have you ever had a? Oh God, what the fuck is it? Um, have you ever had a? You ever had um? What's like the most southern style meal you've had down there? Um. Well, there's a couple. I guess like one really good one would be like shrimp and grits. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> uh, lots of fried catfish at like everything you go to. Yes, sir. And but like I have to talk about my coworker's grits. So she makes the grits with um, it's it's with like beef stock. Okay, so okay. not all the other grits. It's our grits. They're in beef stock. So they've got think of that flavor and calorie right there. Ah, man, that's then, about that's about a, a lot. <laughs> and then. She adds, I think, two cu- two of those big cubes of Velveeta, mm, um, sausage, and like tomatoes. So it's kind of, but like, not a, not enough tomatoes that you can lie to yourself. Like when you That's eat healthy, it, yeah, you feel years being shaved off of your life. Like, <laughs> but you, in you that know? moment, but in that moment, you're happy, and that is yeah. that that's all that matters. Oh man, one t- so one time we had a snow storm here quote unquote a snowstorm here is about like an inch of snow (laughs) (laughs) now that you've been in minnesota you can cry from laughter it's currently it's currently snowing right now as we speak by the way (laughs) yeah there that does not happen down here Uh, uh, so you know it was like one of the few days that was actually below 32 degrees and everyone was like, and, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> and so we all, uh, we had Cheryl bring in her grits and we, we ate that all day long. I gained, I gained like so much weight in that hey, day. <laughs> listen, listen, if you listen, if you eating good, you eating good. That, that, that's all, that's all I say. If you eating good, you eating good. Uh, like it'd be worse if like you were eating a bunch of food that wasn't good, but at least you're eating good yeah. food and you'd be like, all right, oh, this is some good food. Though. No regrets. I just, I want to stress that. Or, or, food is or. Delicious. Will die or yeah. no regrets. 
<laughs> what if I got that, like, I just kind of, like, want, like, a small, like, temporary tattoo of that? Like, for no, some, like no regrets? <laughs> that'd be, that'd be, that'd be amazing. Like, I don't want, I don't love it enough to get, like, a permanent tattoo of that, but, like, I think it's funny enough to get, like, a temporary <laughs> just no, but what? What? what you just have like I a, explain it to anybody? Just. I feel like you. You should. I feel like down down there you wouldn't have to. Like you go. Oh, I get. I get it. And someone like I have one too. You know. Uh, but I feel like. But mine's permanent. Yeah. Mine's not. Mine's permanent. Um. Yeah. You know about the the hot grit story. The what? The hot grit story. No. What? What's oh. the hot grit story? So, uh, do you are you familiar with um the uh, singer Al Green? No. Let's stay together. That's the song he sang. Sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yep. So, um, he got in a, an argument. I think with his wife or his girlfriend. One of those two. This is like the night. This is like the seventies, right? And apparently, he, apparently, <laughs> in a, as you know, nineteen seventies soul singers. You know, they, they they used to talk all that jive and be like, "Oh yeah, hey mama, how are you doing? Let's raise a kid. Let's raise a kid, two families, and." Blah blah blah. Uh, but basically, I think he like they had an argument about something about like him like, you know, seeing other girls on the road because like, hello, he's a pop star, he's a soul singer, of course he is. So he went to the shower, and so this woman cooked up some hot grits and threw it on him in the shower. <gasps> yeah, Oof. yeah, and freaking burn, like, like, like burned like burned his back or some shit. <laughs> he, he, you know, he was singing, he was singing some dulcet tones like oh. <laughs> I'm hurting. That hurts. Yes. So that is a that's a reference you can bring up to some people and maybe they'll get it. Be like, hey, like hot grits, Al Green, and see who uh, understands that reference. Ooh. All right. Well, I, th- I guess we should actually trans transition to our topic because um, I'm in cringing and pain. Thousand <laughs> hot grits, but it's related to our dating um, yes. stories. So we can talk about how if you are dating someone, you should definitely not pour heart, hot grits all over them. No, um, listen, there's no, I, I don't think there's ever like, listen, I, I'm always, I've always been a big fan of uh, keep your hands to yourself, um, but definitely keep the hot, the hot plated grits to the plates. Just keep to the plate. Unless like you're bad cooked and don't ever cook grits. Just like step away from the plate, keep your hands at the sides and don't, don't cook anything. Like, like if you're bad at cooking grits, cause no one likes runny grits and that's just not what you want to do. But yeah, I'm a huge fan of not getting hot grits thrown on me. Like, I've been an asshole to people, but I don't think I've ever been that much of an asshole to someone for them to go and make grits. Well, first of all, make grits, and then throw them on me. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm trying to think of like, a reason why I would burn someone like that. And, uh, there's like, I can think of like, you killed my family. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I'd be pretty pissed. Yeah, uh, you'd be a, you'd be miffed. You'd be a little miffed. Miffed, yeah. A bee would be in, a bee would be in your bonnet, if anything. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> just I can't. Um, so yeah, I definitely. <laughs> I, I I'm just I'm, like, just, I'm thinking I'm of just... I'm, I'm thinking of like now that you mentioned I'm thinking of like you got like a you got a murder on like death row and. You know, it's like, all right, listen, you've done, you know, you've done some awful shit. You know, you, uh, you killed the, killed the family of four for no reason. Show no remorse. Look, and we're not going to, we're not going to put you in the chair. We're just going to cook up these grits over here and we're going to throw them on you like a firing squad. Don't, 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 don't listen. You deserve this. All right. We got someone <laughs> over there cooking grits 
You're going to stay right there. You're going to watch the grits be made, and then we're going to throw them on you, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Deal with it. (laughs) Someone's like, that's the punishment he deserves. Like, let's scrap scrap the death penalty. It's just going to be grit. It's going to be the grit penalty. (laughs) Definitely should not be in charge of capital punishment. I think it's a good. I think it's a good. I think it's a good. Uh, I think it's a good. Uh, uh, you know, deterrence. You know, I, I think you know, if someone in the middle of a bad crime, they go, "Oh man, dude, we get caught. We're getting grits on us." It's like, oh, you know, fuck this. We gotta let's change our lives. <laughs> let's change our lives. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's change our lives starting now. <laughs> oh, you didn't. You didn't say Chris was gonna be at the deal. Let's. Let's. Uh, I changed my ways now. I love how this has become a grit center pod- a grit center podcast. <laughs> Sponsored by uh, anyway. Um so yes, dating. Um dating, yes. Um don't talk hot grits on people. Yes, that's number one. Uh so here's my thing about dating. I wanna get your opinion on it. Is dating as big of a deal as okay. Okay, well I guess it's, it, I think I, I guess like ask you, because you represent all women, of course, obviously, duh. Yes, as but, a representative women i accept this challenge do you feel that there is a and i'm going to play the role of a journalist uh who's going to ask you a question because that's what i get paid to do nowadays whoa oh this is this is a, this is like this is like when a famous actor uh plays a character that has their same name like this is such a way outside my range right now <laughs> so um i'm gonna ask you do you feel that it is that there still is that stigma of the career woman to find to find quote someone um, instead of like oh I wanted to focus on my career so do you feel that stigma is still like because I know some people who've like said that they like always get asked about why they don't have a man or whatever and like it's like oh well I'm focusing on my career and they're like a, car- a career won't keep you warm at night <laughs> a career won't throw hot grits on you <laughs> oh no I well I wish my career my career would uh, do something to stimulate me like that but, uh, <laughs> so. I definitely do get that. Like, it's, it, I think I, I get it from more. You're still laughing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'm, I'm good. I'm good now. I'm good now. You're good? You're yeah, good? I'm good. Yeah. Uh, don't read too much into that. <laughs> <laughs> Grit stimulation, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> um, but uh, I see it. I don't have to worry about a career keeping me warm at night because I'll just have cats. Yep. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Counter argument. <laughs> and your cat won't like your cat won't like my cat won't leave me. Your cat won't <laughs> leave you. Your, your cat won't cheat on you unless someone has better cat toys or catnip or whatever. Um, which that's something to worry about. But that's why you just leave, you just leave it locked. In. Well, you have a, you have a, a harness for your cat, so excuse I me. I do. I have. I got my cat. Harness. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> he likes to explore. The, oh my gosh, this sounds crazy. He likes Modern day slavery takes on a new hallway, tone. Okay, it's not safe for him to wander the hallway. God, um, let him be free. Restrained. Let him be free. <laughs> that's sick. Um. So okay, continue. So you know you, you have your cat, okay? But like, I my cat. but I do think that I get it from more conservative parts of life, really. Like, so you know, I'm in the south, so I get it a lot. Like when yes. I first moved here, a lot of people would say, "Aw, did you just move here because of your boyfriend or husband?" Ugh. No, Ugh. For my career, and people thought were very confused by that. Um, and I do get it from 
I, I, as you know, I grew up Mormon and I yep. do get it. My mom gets pestered with that a lot at church. Why she doesn't have any grandkids yet. And my mom's like, cause I'm only 45. <laughs> I'm only 45. Son of you, you nosy son of a bitch. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And I'm the oldest child and I, I've already told my mother she will have grand cats and that's about it. Honestly. And you could just dress them up in wigs and it'd be fine. But I think really the worst part about moving, uh, about dating, and you'll relate to me on this, is that for a journalist, you're kind of a public figure. Not like super public, but you're public enough that you have to consider conflicts of interest. You have to consider, Mm -hmm. you know, is this somebody, well, and also, (laughs) wow, um, this is going to sound like a heartless career bitch, but... uh, are they going to even be good enough for my stories? Like, can they help me and be a resource? <laughs> listen, you're, listen, it's like that uh, Warren Buffett's example. Like, if, if, like I'll, I'll do whatever Warren Buffett tells me to do because I know it's going to be a good story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, well, and, and dating, so dating in a small town is weird because everyone knows everyone and so if you even so much as wink at somebody oh yeah yep um and so i hate that and so i haven't really dated at all meridian like you're you know you're 100 percent right about and like exactly like because people, people, you know, we're not saying like, oh, we're huge me- mega celebrities. Oh, my God. No, but in a small town, you pretty much are, you know, besides the mayor and probably whatever odd person does have, does all the jobs and can't, like, all, all the jobs in town. You're one of the most recognizable people there because, hello, you write for the newspaper. Uh, you're, you're, like, well, me, not so much um, because we have the TV station to compete okay. against. Ah, and yes. people... So when I say I'm a reporter, people always ask me, oh, so you're with the TV station. I said, no, no, there's no. another t- reporter. Uh, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the dark side. <laughs> and then somebody actually got me conv- conv- confused with um, we the main reporter, well, the most recognizable yes. reporter with the local TV station is about my height, about my age, but she's blonde. Oh, <laughs> I can got... see how they make that decision. Yeah. Yeah. And if I said I was a reporter, they said, oh, you must be Candace. I said, what? No. no I'm not. I'm not Candace. Um, are you yeah. sure? And then they go, are you sure you're not Candace? Like, yes, I, I'm 100% yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm very sure. Uh, so, but it's enough that, you know, like, well, like, for example, you know, if a city administration official, and let's just pretend this is theoretical, yep. has asked me out multiple times for drinks, <laughs> that is completely inappropriate. Ooh, I have a, I have a story. <laughs> okay. Um, well, you know, to that point, before, you know, before I even got the job, my, my, because this is, you know, my town, I think it's small, it's smaller than yours, I believe. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably by uh, quite a few, right? Because we don't, oh, we don't, yeah. we don't have a TV station to compete against. We are, we, are, we are the news. <laughs> uh, we're the news for uh, th- three other counties as well. So I'm actually well known there, even though I've never been there. Um, so I, uh, which doesn't you know, which I'm just saying. If you know me, then follow my Twitter at Robbie Square. I'm just saying. Anyway, uh, <laughs> cheap plug. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, you got to self promote. Um. So. You know, my face is on the paper. It's on the front page. It's like, hey, listen, welcome, welcome, 
dark one to our town. Uh, <laughs> look, look, if you see this black person, he is here for work. Don't work. Don't be alarmed. All right, don't lock your doors. Like he is here for a reason. And I didn't want to. I didn't want to point that out. But, but no, that's that's the truth. Like. <laughs> See, I'm also very not recognizable because I don't have a very recognizable feature. Like, <laughs> I'm a white brunette. Like, what's the next ne- what's the next feature you're gonna use that doesn't make me sound average as shit? You have you have a hell you have one hell of a bit of a resting bitch face. So. Yes, you have a prominent <laughs> one. It's like one that's just like, wow. I don't know if I want to talk to her because she might kill me <laughs> except see i have to like fix that because as a journalist i have to yeah. be approachable so it's not as strong as it was freshman year that's what you're saying because oh you had a hell of a one freshman year people like oh he's so nice i'm like really <laughs> how <laughs> what are you sure <laughs> what who her um so, so actually, you know, I came here. So, like, I'm, I get, I recognize, you know, it's, you know, you know, I'm the one of the only black people in town. I'm one of the only black people in town. I'm one of the only, I'm probably the only black, black person that wears a suit every day. Uh, I also carry a camera. So, like, there's a lot of things that go. Oh, he writes. So, you know, I'm pretty recognizable. So, you know, my, it's happened like a couple, couple of weeks ago. I don't know if I told you about this, but I'm gonna call it for the whole podcast now. So there we go. Um, there was a so there's a city employee. I'm not gonna name her um, in case people from my town know what a podcast is and decide to watch it. I doubt it, though. Uh, there's a city employee, and she actually has a history of sleeping with the reporters. You've told me about this before. You have. Yes, I have. So she has a history of sleeping with reporters. Um, I, much like, and me, me, and, my, me and my co-worker, the dude, uh, we were talking about it, and we were like, oh, man, like, that's kind of, it's kind of, so, um, she has this you know, history of doing that. So I was at the bar and she was drunk. And I, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm kind of washed up nowadays where it's just like, if you give me one glass of wine, I'm, I'm toast. Like I'm a, I'm a show of my former drinking self, but I still do drink. So but I was still there and she was talking to me and she's been very flirtatious. And then I kind of surveyed the situation and I'll admit this about myself. I am very, very conscious about my image. Like, yeah, supremely so. Um, and not to the point of like, oh, I change who I am around people. No, I don't do things. Like I, would, I don't do things that I would do if I didn't have this job. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't oh. get. I don't get blackout drunk. You know, in public. Okay. I don't. See, my town is big enough that I can get away with that. So. Yeah. yeah right. It's like, oh, who's that? Who's that? Oh, or or, or that? Or just be like, oh, is that is that Candace? Oh, that's Candace getting trashed. Candace. <laughs> Candace getting trashed again. I'm the right her station. <laughs> We get can't did get poor Candace in trouble. Uh, <laughs> so Candace, you're very nice if you're listening to this. <laughs> sorry, Candace, she doesn't mean now. Candace, she's not gonna get you in trouble. Don't worry about it. Um, also, <laughs> if you're single, Candace, call me. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know what Candace is. Um, so like you know, so you know, I'm very conscious in terms of just like, oh, I'm not, you know, it's like because like you know, sm- you know, small town, you know, people who've been in small towns, people who know. Working in a small town and working, you know, in the news in a small town is one of the most, it's, it's hyper aggressive because you are constantly in the, like people spot in supermarkets they yep. spot, and like I, there's, I haven't had one supermarket trip where I haven't been stopped either talking about what I wrote about or people showing me what I, like people showing me what I wrote about and then quizzing, quizzing me on it as if I didn't write it. <laughs> 
know that uh and i'm like yes i wrote the, i wrote the story i remember i was up all night writing that so yes i, I do know the details thank you i see that you read the story too i was like thank you i'm glad someone wrote the story uh, you listen like you seems like you wrote the story more than i did um you know so there's like there's very few times where I, I get to have that peace and quiet so like there's like times where i will be stay in my house because it's like anywhere i go i'm talking about work and as uh, much that is the truth that is the truth because because the thing is, and I don't know if people know this, but whenever people whenever people talk to you about something, it's news. <laughs> That's thing is something. Mm-hmm. It's news. That is your job. So like, you are never off the clock. No, like, you're not. The bar is actually a place where I have gotten story ideas. Yep, a hundred percent. People complain, and I'm like, huh, that's but- a good idea. Whoa! Put that in my stickler file, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like I, you know, I was at a bar and I was, was me and my coworker, which is the worst thing that we could ever do, is that we hang out together. I, I would say that's the worst thing we could possibly do because it's like, oh, they're both here. They're they're obviously like you know, so people come to us and it's like, oh, son of a bitch. Like we nope, did this. We I did, do it too. We we screwed up again. Uh, <laughs> but you know, and I've had people tell me stuff and it's like, oh shit. <laughs> And it's like, oh, okay, cool, cool, understandable. So then it's like, I'm not even in fun mode. I'm in like, oh, can you tell me more about this? You know, and I'm like taking mental notes in my head. Like, all right, I gotta remember this. But yeah, so, you know. I've given out my business card in bars Oh, before. same, same. I don't leave without them. Um, so, you know, so, you know this, this lady's hitting me up and talking to me. And I actually like walked away from the situation. I was like, oh, I gotta go uh, to the, not here. Uh, see you later. Um, so I went to like the ATM to like stall. And someone went over to me and they said, they said, you're that reporter, aren't you? I was like, uh, yes. And if you, I don't know if you mean by that reporter or if you mean this reporter, but I am a reporter. And she goes, hey, watch out for her. Uh, she said, she's like an octopus, just sucking new reporters in. I was like, ew. Because <laughs> 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 that's gross. But yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you really like, you know, and for me, it's and like, and same thing for you as well, I'm sure. It's like, you know, you know, I talked to my coworker about it. My coworker likes to go out, and that's fine. He's a responsible. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to tell him what to do because you know, <laughs> yeah, he's a grown ass man. You know, so am I. Um, but like for me, it's always been a, a case of like, I don't want people to negatively associate what I do with the with the paper, with the stuff that I write, or with you know mm-hmm. people that I work with. And the thing is that people go, oh, people won't. Yes, they fuck. Yeah, in a small town, yes, they fucking will. There are people who don't. There are people in this town who don't go to the only supermarket in town because the person who runs it, they have a beef with. It is the most mind-boggling thing in the world. So, like, oh, I have a story about that, too. Yes, yes. Okay. Didn't want to uh, step on your toes. No, no, of course. We've done done this long enough where, like, we stepping on each other's toes is like, yeah, whatever. It's like, yeah, just move your your toes. I got a story. (laughs) (laughs) Put your toes here because I'm going to crush them. Uh, Crush them like a grape. But, uh... I went to this elderly couple's house. Blew up. Nothing left except the. Wait, wait, wait! What? Um, it turned out he tried to hook up his own furnace. Okay, I'm not 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 trying to laugh. They were like seventy. They died holding hands in front of the TV station. What? Fox News together. It's adorable. Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah, the house blew up. There's nothing left except for like the front door and the chimney. Oh wow! <laughs> it's like one of those like ac- it's like one of those Acme Brothers shits. Like everything blows up yeah. but the but the door, and you walk in the door, and like, there's nothing there. And our parent company during the election season it told us uh, told all of the papers to endorse Hillary Clinton. And considering that the two candidates 
you know, one of them threatened reporters and one of them didn't, I feel like that was a no-brainer on the part of newspapers. Yeah. Let's not get into politics. Let's uh, not get into politics. <laughs> not yet. My paper endorsed... Mental are Trumpian paper. overlords take us over. But continue. Yeah. My paper endorsed Hillary Clinton. And uh, I was at this the scene where this couple's house is gone. Yep. Gone. <laughs> There's nothing there. Mm-hmm. And... You know, neighbors are coming up, and I'm trying to talk to the neighbors to see what the couple was like, you know, write a little bit about them, and they go, I'm ready to start, huh? I'm like, yeah, that's me. And you go, you guys endorsed Hillary Clinton. I won't talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was like, your your neighbors just... just Your neighbors just blew up. (laughs) I want you to keep that in context here, sir. I just... I wanted to talk about their lives. And I've written some fine obituary, news obituaries, okay? Yep. So some, like I wrote that. some A-plus shit that you would bring to a child and go, look at this obituary, goddammit. <laughs> but, well, these were, like, old men who yep. also Fox News. Um, old men love, sorry, to, but, like, sidebar, old men love reading fucking obituaries. So I had to write one. And, you know, writing obituaries is some of the most fucking Jesus Christ <laughs> Like, I don't know how you do it. Like, I wrote a, I've wrote a, I've written a couple, and then, you know, we just kind of switch off. But Jesus Christ, I wrote one, and I was like, oh, my God, this is sad. This is like, like a person had, like, a really oh. shitty life. It's like, oh, wow, and then he got hit by a car. Well, that's it. <laughs> yeah, no, those are the worst. And, like, uh, <laughs> or sometimes you're, you're trying to go up to the family. Uh, okay, this family, I couldn't figure out how they spelled their daughter's name, mm-hmm. okay? There was this horrific accident here um, that killed children on Halloween. Oh. Little children. Oh, horrible. Like, honestly, my boss was like, are you okay? After I'd been, like, working on it all day. And all of a sudden, I just stopped. And I was like, I might cry now. I didn't realize. Kill children. I didn't uh, realize I had feelings about this until I stopped after I'd been writing all day. And I was like, oh. Wait a minute. You know, like you just detach yourself while you're doing it. Yeah. Anyway, so I've written a lot and I spelled her name wrong in like one of them. And of course, it was the end of the world. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying my hardest. And the family kicked me out of the funeral. And anyway, um, yeah. yeah, they they weren't mad. It wasn't my fault. It was another reporter's fault. Yeah. Um, but but that, but yet again, yet anyway. again, you get it, and that's something I can talk about right after you continue. Yeah, no, you're done. I'm done. Or I'm done. You're good. Like, because it actually blends in because I actually went on a date with this girl, um, and she was telling me. So she works for the uh, Humane Society, not in my town, but in one of the towns over. She works for the Humane Society. Um, so she likes she likes animals, and you know me, I'm very. Um, oh yeah, you're definitely an animal lover. Oh, of course. <laughs> if, you know me. I'm so, I Fido and all of them. I love dogs and cats, of course, equally. Um, so you know, and she, hamsters and iguanas and all of that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Please, a snail, good shit. Like, <laughs> show me a fish. I'll go fuck it right now. So <laughs> <laughs> I could get over that shit. So, um, you know, a lot of our dates were you know were at animals. So there's a there's a dog park that they're building in, in, in my town and she's heard about it and blah blah and Are uh, you kidding me? Yes. St. James is getting a dog park? We can't even get a dog park in Meridian. Well, hey, well 
hey, listen, this is where the dog's at. Listen, do- bow, wow, wow, this is where the dog's at. The dog's at. If Minnesota's a democratic state that actually invests in its parks and recreation. Yeah. Well, so not yeah. better. You know, that's the fact that St. James is like them. Anyway, <laughs> grumble, grumble, grumble. Um, so you're yeah, getting a dog to bark, you know, subject to come here August 2018, 19, or whatever. I don't know, I think it's 18 actually. So, Are dog barks hard to build. Uh, it took them two I feel years. Like to get... you let some grass grow, put a fence up. It took, <laughs> two, it, it took them two years to get the proposal, <laughs> so oh, okay. they're anyway. like. They're like, ah, they're like, ah, this seems feasible. Um, although one, one, one person, like, they're like, oh, like, does anyone have any concerns about this dog park? And someone was like, uh, yeah, well, what if a dog bites someone? <laughs> what if a dog bites someone on the street? You know, same kind of thing, I guess. <laughs> anyway, so she didn't like the story, right? Okay. And I was, like, trying to explain to her, like, because then and it's something that you probably run into, too, where... When someone, listen, even if, like, your coworker writes one of the worst, and I don't have that problem because I have a coworker who does a great job. Uh, he does a great job writing stories. He does a great job doing what he does. And, if like, you know, and it's one of things where if someone trashes something that's written in the paper and they're saying mm-hmm. you're in one of the worst situations possible because it's like, all right, I'm stuck in between, like, not sounding like a shill, but I'm also going to stick up for the co- my paper and my coworker. You know, especially if I know the coworker did a great job on it, you know. Um, and it came to a part where I had to defend my coworker, and I was like, "Listen, like that story was written like really well, and you got the accurate information. It's like maybe there's some reason why you don't like it that I, I'm not going to get into." And that was kind of the end of that date. So, <laughs> um, speaking of stories like that, I've been accused of stoking racial tensions. Ah, <laughs> I always knew you were a, a racial yes. tension stoker. Uh, so, uh. Somebody dumped 250 tires near James Cheney's grave. For those of you who don't know, Freedom Summer 1968. Yep, 1968. Two two civil rights workers from New York were going with a guy from Meridian. They were trying to get people registered, trying to get people to fight the KKK, etc. And the KKK brutally tortured and killed them. Um, as as they do 45 minutes from where i'm living um <laughs> yay yay that's why robbie can't come visit me oh hell no <laughs> somebody jumped and like this is a sad testament to this area they have to like put a gate over his grave because they're worried people will vandalize it that's just sad lovely just you know anyway <laughs> Healthy, so, really. And it's a really cool, it's a huge tombstone, by the way. It's like three times as big as a normal tombstone. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, but anyway, somebody dumps 250 tires in the woods near his grave. Now, there are a lot of woods in the area. And so, you got your pick of the litter. In order to say where this site was, obviously, I have to say, you know, uh, environmental group investigating tire dumping near James Cheney's grave. Because if I don't say near James Cheney's grave, this story really doesn't have much significance. That does it, right? Yeah, you, know? you, don't, you have no idea where it is. And um, and somebody was and one somebody who not a friend, not gonna ever call this person a friend. Yep. But we know each other, and he goes all like, "How I shouldn't have mentioned James Cheney's grave because I'm just trying to." 
you know, make it sound like people are racist, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, that's the nearest landmark. What else was I supposed to use as a landmark? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like there's, there's nothing. It is a very rural part of the county. There is nothing nearby. What are you going to do? Give them the, the fucking Google maps, you know, yeah. uh, uh, fuck is it shit called? Uh, the the topographics and shit, the fucking yeah. compass directions. <laughs> so anyway, um, I've been there too, where people are all upset about the coverage, and you're like, really? <laughs> I, I, you know, what the thing is, it's like, because I don't understand. I really don't understand. You know, I don't know if a lot of people understand this, and you know, it's not a. This isn't a. Oh, you know. Pity, pity the journalist party, but uh, uh it, it, you know, it kind of, you know, kind of fucking is because <laughs> pity me, you know, pity me. Do it. The thing is, like, you know, you look at, I think you look at like a lot of like jobs that you know people go for, and um, you know, people like you know, people want to be a doctor, that's awesome. If you want to be a lawyer, that's awesome. Um, you know, people want to be, a, you know, uh, anything else, that's awesome. Architect. Architect, that's awesome. Engineer, porn star, that's, that's awesome. Um, but you know, socialite, I don't know what the fuck that is, but that's awesome. Um, the thing is, like, there's so many things, and I think it's just like journalism in general. Like, there are very few things, like, this is one of those jobs that if you do not love doing it, there is nothing, there is nothing that's going to keep you to do this job nope. uh, because there are, especially when you're starting out, there are very few things that you go, Oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> Move to a small town that I don't know where I know anyone else is. Yes. Uh, you know, get paid shit <laughs> to work, you know, getting paid shit for, you know, to not get compensated for like, all the hours that I'm actually doing. Yes. You know, uh, yeah. have a lot of my personal life, you know, have to be kind of, you know, cautious about things that I do because of the position that I have. Yes, you know, this is all the- yes. being completely afraid to express political views in any public setting because you're afraid that some person's going to come out of the woodwork and, you know, blame you and say that you've been false reporting and biased and you're like, I I can write without bias. Sign me, sign me. Where is the dotted line so I can sign up? Like, listen, yeah. work, you know, work, you know, putting all of your words and all the effort you put into each story that you write, whether it's investigating, uh, asking questions, you know, playing phone tag with people, having to draw answers from elected people who don't know how to navigate, you know, having to talk to people who don't have their own PR people, which is one of the worst things in small towns. There are people who do not have PR professionals, which is the worst. Oh, wor- no. <gasps> don't even get me started on our city administration's PR. <laughs> oh, God. The P- PR in, like, small town PR is non-existent. And it's like, you can just hire someone who can, like, just hire someone. Just hire. I, I, well, somebody was like, "How do I learn how to use Twitter?" I'm like, "Hire a 20 year old. No, just an intern. Give them a couple hours, and they will do it for you." Yeah. <laughs> can go on his resume and give him a handshake, and he'll be fucking good. Like, at least yeah, get someone like, who knows how to talk to a human being and be there's, like, "There's a community college here," or even find a high schooler and ask them to come by for an hour after school, and you'll give them, you know, like something to put on their college application. Or even if you can be like, I will take you out to dinner. You know, <laughs> I will listen. I will buy you. I will like your lunch will be free on me every day 
please, can you talk to these journalists right now? Just do that. Can you put a statement out there to tell these journalists, okay, we'll, we'll deal with it. But I want them to go, like, it's not that hard. I was talking, like, our uh, the local high school here uh, in town uh, does not have a PR person, and um, they really should because there are plenty of times where, and we've given them the benefit of the doubt sometimes. We've given them the benefit of the doubt. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ, like, it's too easy. Like, <laughs> they had a, so there was a terroristic threat uh, we wrote about it. We actually actually just put the press release in there um, because there's, the story really led to nowhere. But uh, the day it happened, the Mankato Free Press and um, fuck else, uh, Mankato Free Press and uh, oh KYC, yes, the, the television programs. They are they are horrible, and I will go on record as saying they are awful at what they do. They are sensationalist. They don't do actual journalism. I've never, you know, stories that they've they've written about here, they have cribbed from us sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. Um, we get, I never, hey, you, you just rewrote what we had. Exactly, you right? You can at least give me some byline credit on that, motherfucker. Uh, you know, they, uh, they've, you know, a whole bunch of shit. You know, during the shooting, they had so many factual, you know, so many, you know, errors and just straight up lies and just stuff that just wasn't fucking true. Anyway. So the the moment so apparently this uh what happened what ended up happening was uh this kid this is like and we're talking like a, a week right after the Parkland shooting this kid okay. was like hey you like you're on my hit list uh I don't think he, I don't I don't know if he did the uh, I really hope he didn't because I would kind of take all the weight out of what he said like oh I'm gonna shoot you um so he was like hey you hit list you're dead so yeah. he parent of the kid that, you know, basically was told, hey, I'm going to shoot you. Uh, 12 o'clock, sunrise, recess, got you. So he went and he basically told all of who would listen that his son was the victim of a, listen to this, a school-wide hit list. Now, I've been threatened before. Um, numerous times. I think when you have a face as punchable as mine, you <laughs> would expect threats to be thrown to my direction. Uh, and I've had people say, hey, listen, I'm going to fuck you up. You and they pointed at me, and they like they, there's a, been a crowd of people, and they've gone, Hey, you with the afro, I'm gonna fuck you up. I never once have said, Oh, he's he threatened all of us, like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this guy's a menace. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. he basically, was telling everyone who would listen, like, this guy, you know, he's making school wide terroristic threats. So, Mankato and Kissy ran with it, like, they took that and they passed that baton and they ran that shit around it. You know, we have the benefit of being a weekly paper, so we have at least you know some time to. But you know, we also have a good online mm-hmm. presence, so we could have up tell the story. Hey, look, there's a there's a maniac on the loose. So the school was actually in trouble. The school got like a lot of heat because they didn't respond to the situation. But in fact, you know, and we actually talked to you know we talked to you know one of the school one of the uh, superintendents, and she was like, hey, listen, you know, um, thank you guys because you know we actually found it. It was only just like an individual. That the kid that had said about the hit list was actually being bullied by the kid that was yada yada yada, and, uh, and the, the situation okay. was, was squashed. But like the mm-hmm. thing I said was like, if you guys had someone who was remotely good at PR, remotely could have said, "Hey, look, what you're publishing is wrong, and we will we'll, we will take legal action against you." Blah, blah blah blah. Like take that down, print a retraction. I don't care what you do. But they don't. They just they have these go. Oh, well, I guess we're gonna, we're gonna get walked on over by these you know these papers and these news people, and it's like. Hire someone who can like go on the internet and go, that's false, blah blah, and contact their corporate people. And oh, god almighty, it's a mess. 
No, I, I, no, I'm totally with you where I'm just kind of like, hey, look, you can stamp this whole thing out just by talking to me for 10 seconds. Yes. You know? Um, or, you know, or it'll be confusing things where I'm like, wait a minute, I don't understand X, Y, Z. And if I have to print, they, they would not clarify X, Y, Z. It makes people speculate. Whereas if you had just said, you know, this isn't going to work, it would have, you, no, I'm with you. It's, I'm with you. Um, it's wild. It's, it's wild. It don't make no, don't make no sense. But, uh, you know, it's funny. We, we were going to talk about dating and we just went to try. Yeah, we're just whining about our jobs right now. <laughs> this is probably also why we have problems dating people because, like, if they were asked, like, we can't stop talking about our jobs. A hundred percent. Like, whenever someone asks you, like, "Oh, how was your day?" and then I, I, I thought, like, basically, when someone asks you about how my day is, I end up recapping what's in the newspaper. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's exactly it. I'm like, I'm like, well, today. Uh... If you look at the front page, and actually go to page three, the, we got a, an interesting story about a dog park. Let me tell you about this dog park. And they go, I read the paper, and it's like, oh yeah, but you're not listening to me tell you what's in the paper. Come on. Uh... <laughs> Nope, de- definitely been there before. Oh, gosh. Or you'll, like, talk about how frustrating it was today when somebody wouldn't, like, answer your phone calls and everyone just doesn't care. Right? They're like, everyone's like, maybe they were busy. And it's like, no, no one's too busy for me. <laughs> <laughs> not for my story. Not my not my story. <laughs> As you start talking to yourself, drinking that, that fourth glass of vodka that, you know, you clearly shouldn't have had. Oh, goodness gracious. We will, we will, we will talk, we will... I, I, no, on a pod, well, talk about dating. Yeah, no, I have plenty to say about dating. Uh, well, and one thing I wanted to add about our jobs and dating yes. is that um, the one of the problems is when it comes to dating, my job comes like super. Oh first. yeah, 100%. not even kind of first. It comes really first. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be with me, you got to be willing willing to. For me to call you and say, sorry, sweetie, I'm not coming home for our anniversary dinner. Uh, bye. Well, there's you know, number one. Like, oh, number one, or- I don't believe you call it. I don't believe you call anybody, sweetie. Uh, <laughs> 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 I don't believe you call anybody, sweetie. It's just like, hey, fuckhead. Uh, you know that? I'm not coming. Sorry. Uh, got a you know, got a got a little meeting with a, with a mayor somewhere. Uh, well, no, you're 100 percent correct. Like for me, you know, outside of the fact that I have huge commitment issues. Uh, <laughs> Aside from the personal problems I already have. Besides the personal things that afflicted me and woe me in my daily life the past 20 years. Uh, <laughs> no, but like, no, for me, you know, I've had, you know, dates with people. I've made, and it's just with people like, oh, I want, like, people in general. I've had things where we have set a time to go hang out. And it's like, are, and they ask me every day, are you sure this time works? And I'm like, as sure as I can be. Like, that's the only answer I can give you. Like, as sure as I can be. And it's like, oh, and then I'll get, like, really happy. I go, oh, everything's clear. Like, everything is is so clear. Let's totally do this. And then, like, an hour before or two hours before, whenever I'm about, there's a call. Or, or oh, hey, something just happened downtown. Or, hey, remember, like, I can finally answer, I can finally talk to you right now. And it's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, last time we talked, I got interrupted twice because there was a child hit in a Walmart park. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Like that, 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 that's yeah. That's the, that's the thing. It's like it was just like, all right, well, bye. 
Kick a hit. Like, it, 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 that's, you know, that's the thing. It's like, and I always feel so, and know that I think the, the thing is also something too, and I don't know about you, but it's for me all the time. And I, I, it's one of the things where I try not to do it, but it's like, and I got really mad because I saw something about it. Like, I see stuff on the internet, like, it's like, I think it's the rudest thing when people have their phone out when you're, when, you know, when you're on, like, when you're going somewhere, you're on a date or you're talking to them. And it's like, my, I am not apologetic about it. My phone is my work. Like, that is my, I, if I don't have my phone on me and I go back and I see five missed calls, 10 missed emails, I'm fucked. <laughs> like, like my my phone's on me twenty four seven. Like I am constantly looking at it because that's where I get my emails. That's where I get people to call me. That's where I get everything. So my phone's on me, and I'm always looking at it. Not like oh, and like when you're talking, I'm gonna put it down, obviously. But there are points where I need to periodically check it to go, oh, did I miss something? Because I don't have it on, on a ring or anything like that. And I don't really hear very well. So like for me, my phone's always out, and I always look like that. I don't hear well either, and people are so mean about it. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm sorry, I couldn't like hear that. Could you do that again? And it's like, ugh, aren't you listening? Ugh, and it's like, I well, you know, you... Need... Like, I'm I... afraid to get my hearing tested at this point. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I fucking forgot my uh, my, my hearing aid. So it's like, you no, know, like for me, it's like, yeah, like I gotta look at my phone. Like I got yelled at by some my friend. She's like, do you always look at your phone? And I was like, yes, I do. I said, I said that's like saying, oh, do you always need to look at pets while you're working at a fucking new clinic? Yes, you do have to look at it because that's your job. Like, my job is, my job is dependent on people contacting me, communicating with me when something happens newsworthy. So, yes, I do have to look at my phone. Gloria. <laughs> you have, and also, like, you know, there is a good chance of moving a lot in this position. And whatever person I am dating is going to have to be able to relocate their yep. job <laughs> according to my job. Uh-huh. That, I, that's awesome. I come first. I think that's the thing. For anyone who is dating a journalist, you know, or you're dating someone who's in the news industry, uh, because the thing is, there's... Because the thing about the journalism, what also sucks too, there's so much turnover in, 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 the, in the news industry too, where it's like, Oh, you know, let's settle down and we got the news. Now, now who's? Oh, darn it! They cut all the video. They cut all the uh, the print journalists. So sorry, you gotta look for another job now. Uh, and you know, we don't. You know, unfortunately for journalists, you know, you really don't get that pick of your litter type situation. Where it's like, oh well, you know, I got laid off here. Now I can just look for another job. It's not like everyone's just looking for a new, looking to hire a new editor, or looking to hire a new writer. Especially if it's a beat that you don't want to fucking do. Um, so it's like you're gonna have like moving, travel, all that is part of it. Like. That's kind of the part of it where it's like, you don't like, don't, you know, I, I, you know, I think it's the same for both of us. Don't date, so, don't date someone whose career revolves around their free time being work time. That's kind of ultimately what it is. Like the amount of time that I have for myself is super limited. So imagine the amount of time I have for you. <laughs> like it's also probably super limited too, because the rest of it goes to work. And it's like, you know, oh, um, you know, people and, and there's dumb people who there's people who've never had a job or people who've never worked a job that they enjoy. Or there's people who who have that stupid mindset that oh, it's your twenties, you need to travel. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Let me preface that because people first say, oh, you hate traveling? No, I fucking don't. Like, I don't hate people traveling. It's like, shut up, idiot. Um, for people to say, oh, you know, life should be about you know traveling and pe- life should be about being fun and getting your teenage your twenties. You should live it out and live and relax. Listen to me. And listen to me clearly when I say this to you. When you work a job that isn't nine to five, 
that when you work a job that you could be woken up at two o'clock in the morning, ten o'clock at last night I had to go cover homicide at nine o'clock in the morning while I was in my jammies. I was in my damn jammies. I was about to go to sleep. Sitting <laughs> there. Said, homicide is a motherfucker. <laughs> Pissed. <laughs> so I uh, was drinking with my friend and I'd only had one drink, so I wasn't yep. like wait. But I we were gonna get there and I got a call at like nine thirty at night about a homicide and I drove I had a you know yep. put on not pajamas and <laughs> run over real quick. Exactly. Like I think you know I'd put on my nest my, uh, my I'd put on my uh my nice little coat my my my, my somewhat work pants and go up there and it's like listen when you work a job that doesn't have those nine to five restrictions when you have to work all day editing, writing reporting blah blah you have to move across the country just just to do a job that you go you know you went to college for and your 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 advisors sugarcoated how fucking terrifying and awful it would be you know and all that stuff and you do all that and you put so much into your job the reason why people are workaholics because they actually love doing what the fuck they love to do and you shouldn't shame people for doing that people who enjoy doing what the fuck they do and they make it their life they are they're probably happy. You know why? Because they're doing something they love to do that someone told them that they couldn't do for the longest time in their life. I, I know you've probably been told and I've been told a plenty of times, oh, you're gonna be a journalist. <laughs> Smarmy laugh, you know, here. You know, uh, fucking, <laughs> you know, freaking uh, side side eye and you know, fucking twist twisting of the mustache. You know, you know, when you have your family browbeat you because it's like what the fuck is journalism <laughs> isn't that a dying industry isn't it a dying industry when you get to actually get the chance to fucking do it and you put your all into it and you're really good to it and you can see where it pays off where you don't you know where you're you're either you know where you're rebuilding a paper's reputation like i have to do or you're getting nominated for it and you're winning awards like you are and you're winning awards there's a reason why we put so much into our jobs because our jobs are fucking giving me some type of fulfillment that you know some cheap some cheap thrill relationship probably won't give me. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. I get more fulfillment from my job than anything else. Besides talking to me, obviously, duh. That's besides besides, yeah. besides talking. Yes, of course. Yes, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we'll have to revisit dating next yes. week. Um, I would apologize to our listeners, but I feel like this is very par for the course. This is par for if course. you. If you didn't expect this, then you clearly haven't. You haven't watched the past eight episodes, not eight, nine episodes, all right? You haven't watched for the, for that amount of time. How many episodes are we at? I think we're at eight. And, like, you know, I think, exactly. I think, I think we got to do a, a future podcast is where we should, uh, we should do one where we're talking about talking to people who want to get into journalism or who are just about to graduate and talk to those kids and, and you know. You know, we scar them for life. Scar them, scar them, you know, psychologically and go, you don't know what you're getting into. Do not believe there actually, them. There was actually a girl in this area who would shadow me for the day because she wants to be a writer. And that's kind of like, okay, not the same thing, no. but you're free to shadow me. Mm. Actually, that's my what's crash or not. And I'll ask you what yours is after, but I'll start it off. Good segue. Okay, what's your trash? You start. Ooh, so I did. I went on a Snapchat rant about this. Ooh, loosen up the shoulders. Loosen up the shoulders. There is a very dis- okay. There's a distinct difference. Yeah, this is gonna be work related because guess what? Work is my life at this point. <laughs> you know. Um, but at least we make it entertaining. So um, there is a distinct. There's a fine line, I think, between uh, getting your opportunities in this in this journal in the journalist field and the journalism 
area in the field and expecting people to give you shit. And so here's the thing, all right? Um, I, I know a lot of journalists. I know a lot of people who are working. I know a lot of people who are who have taken that fund from doing it to college and going, you know what? I actually want to do this for the rest of my life. And they have to go and they have to relocate. All the shit that we just talked about 15 minutes ago. We do all that shit and they have to do all the thing that comes to the territory of that. And then I know people who, who, you know, who write. People who write or people who... Listen, writing is a beautiful thing. Writing is, you know, I don't know about you, but writing is one of my favorite hobbies, obviously, because why the fuck would I do this job, you know, right? Um, like, I love to write, you know. I'm pretty sure I can say, you know, Whitney loves to write because... I love to write. That's 90% of our job. <laughs> Every day. Like, you kind of you kinda have to, like... Kinda, write. What the fuck? <laughs> you kind of have to, like, enjoy doing that part of the job, you know. It's kind of like, oh... It's like, oh, you no, know, I, I want to be a famous soccer player, but I don't want to do that. I don't want to get to like, kick the ball or nothing like that. Nah, I don't know. Um, so, you know, there is fucking, there's, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that you have to know. You do, like, I know a lot of people who are really good journalists, you know, in college that I worked with, and they don't want to do it anymore. Because, you know, and I don't blame, I don't, I do not fucking blame them, right? I wish I could go over myself and say, hey, buddy, why don't you be a clown or something? Uh, and I'm going, yeah, okay, I should probably apply to clowns, but. Um, so I understand that, but there are people who I think believe that journalism is all about, is all about writing. Let me tell you something, you, you person who writes on their Tumblr blog or person who writes about pop culture for some shitty little thing. All right. If you think that journalism, and I'm going to be very careful about this, most of journalism that we see that is popularized on the internet is horrible. It is trash. It's not journalism. It's it's listicles. It's it's shitty little open letters. Yeah, exactly. Shitty little clickbait. It's you know, it's uh, awful little. It's awful hot takes. That's that's probably the biggest thing. is hot take journalism. Think pieces that go nowhere. It's not anything that's informative. It's not anything that people took their time to do. It's the shit that we have to post out there because, you know, dumbasses want to read it and they want to do the same thing. Like TMZ. No, if, if you only had to sit at a computer for, you know, an hour to come up with this, it, it's not the same. It's not. It, it, it's, I don't want to be like, if that's your love and passion, great, but don't call yourself a journalist for that. Don't. don't. Um, Listen, don't. You know, you can call yourself a writer. Fine, you're a writer. You're writing, but it's it's you're not reporting. Exactly. That's why there's a a, a distinct difference on Monster.com or JournalismJobs.com. You know, when it goes, oh, there's writers, then there's journalists, and then there's reporters. Oh no, there's uh, there's writers, um, contributors, and there's like reporters slash journalists. Because there's a lot of fucking difference in this. If I want to be a writer, I can stay in New York City because I can just sat in my fucking house and did it. Yes, I could. Everybody, I, it really also like. Okay, I shared a tweet with Robbie, um, and I don't know if this set you off. It, it, this, not ninety percent. <laughs> um, but this tweet was this girl tweeted at a popular journalist who, and she is. She's I fan, do like fanta- she wrote a I fantastic. Like, she worked for a Teen Vogue and Thai High Politics. Yes. And and that's that's the thing. It's like even if you're at a place like Teen Vogue, you can still do some great journalism. She did some amazing journalism. Yeah, team. No, and she and her people. Uh, her name are is uh, the Delu- Luca, right? But I don't know what her first name is. Lauren. Lauren. Lauren Ducas. Lauren Ducas. Yeah, she's amazing. I've said like four times. 
but um, she well she in her pieces I guess you could classify them as a sit down and write, but she does a lot of in depth research, mm-hmm. on, which accompanies her articles. But this girl just tweeted at her and said, "Can you help me get a job? I have no prospects, and I'm going to graduate in May." First of all, I didn't get a job until August after I graduated in May, mm-hmm. and I had to move. 1500 miles for it okay mm-hmm. i didn't just tweet at somebody and say hope you can help me out oh anyway oh give and, me can can you give me a handout <laughs> and then part two what like what do you think writing is do you think it is like what do you think journalism is do you think it's you living in some loft apartment in manhattan and going to an office every day from nine to five, like that's not journalism for everybody. There are a few people for whom that is journalism, but you know, journalism, you, you can't wear high heels every day for journalism, no. you, unless you're on TV, you know? Yeah, that, it's actually impractical. Then the TV journalist I know, the one girl who did wear heels every day broke her foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can't wear heels every day in this job um, as much as you want. You, and I, I don't think people understand that, you, that it's not a glamorous position. I barely wear nice shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I barely I bought shoes before. <laughs> I wear like boots that are beat up because you know what? The black boots, I color in the gray, the spots that are yep. wear, worn away with Sharpie. Had a girl. And, and then... I look a nice enough if the governor decides to stop by Meridian for some reason, mm-hmm. but B, I will jump in a ditch if there's a car wreck. Exactly. It's go time. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, that's, or I have like, I have tennis shoes in my car for that explicit purpose yep. in case, you know, there's ever a seat. Yep. So anyway, I, 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 that's not my trash. But people who think that journalism is a job where you work nine to five in a loft in Manhattan wearing heels and blazers every day, that's that is not the reality for most people. Nope. And, and anyway, so that is also a pet peeve yep. I share. My trash is going to be Twitter verification. Oh. Because I want to be verified so bad. <laughs> I need my validation. And but Twitter just suspended all of their applications for verification because yep. they're trying to fix their system so they can stop the white supremacists. You know. Yeah. They also uh, uh, deleted a bunch of like, uh, uh yeah. stealing accounts. I saw that. Like, we checking and shit posting accounts. Kind yep. of thing. So that's pretty cool. Anyway, didn't go it. Twitter. But uh, but like why uh, I I. My, and my friend applied, and it, it, Twitter has this weird thing where they wanted there to be like several websites that cite that, that that like can identify you as the person you say you are and the reason why you say you should be verified. Yeah, and it's kind of weird because I'm fine with the idea, I guess, but I'm a journalist just starting out. All of my work is on one paper. You know? like, <laughs> yeah, it's not on multiple blogs. <laughs> So 
I, I'm kind of confused how Twitter does that verification because honestly, you can very clearly see that the Twitter account I run is the same person that's on the Meridian Star because there are only three Whitney Downards in this world. Really? <laughs> three? Well, three in the United States and one of them is a man who just joined Facebook a couple months months ago because hey. I change my name regularly. It's lit. And also, if you Google my name, I'm the only one who comes up. So. Ooh, same, same, with, uh, same with me. Uh, especially, well, actually, Robbie Sequeira does because Robert Sequeira, you'll get my dad. So <laughs> Robert Sequeira is my dad. Come on. <laughs> I didn't realize you were a junior. Uh, yes, I am. Uh, I am. I am a junior. Um. Yeah, I think I told you this. Yeah, I'm a, I'm Robert. I'm technically Robert, Robert Sequara, Robert J Sequara Jr. But I, I honestly didn't, cha- I didn't, I didn't change it because I just like it just got changed. Like someone changed it in high school. Like in high school, people kept to call me Robbie, and yeah. it just stuck. So I was like, oh, I guess I'm my Robbie. But like when I tell people that my name is Robert with two Bs, they're like, no way. And it's like, yeah, I, I forget sometimes. I'm like, yeah, my name, I have a full, my full name is Robert. Like <laughs> with two Bs, with two Bs, with two Bs. <laughs> Um, my favorite memory of you saying your own name is when you were hypnotized and you said it like you were a six-year-old boy. (laughs) (laughs) True story, guys. This is one of the first times Robbie and I became, like, real early friendship stories. Oh, I was, God, that that hypnotist fucked me up from what I've accounted. He fucked my day up. Like, I was. Oh, you were, you were. A hoot and a holler. A hoot, a hoot and a holler. <laughs> but anyway, we should let our listeners, you know, the ones who are still with us. Let them go. We should let them re- release them. <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, thank you for listening to this uh, wonderful podcast where we talked about crits. And we talked about people fucking fishes. And we complained about our jobs. Um, and, and about old people holding hands while they're having <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure people up at that point they're like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> um, <laughs> that was the point we lost them. Next, um, next, <laughs> next, <laughs> next, next week, week uh, we'll try to address dating. We will actually talk about dating, and barring on what happens in in the coming week before this, next week we will talk about the Saint Bonaventure bodies and their potential. Cinderella hopes, and if they had lost, how disappointing it was for everybody else. I know they lost against Davidson today. I'm yeah. so crushed. Selection, sl- the sl- only time we will talk about sports yeah. on this podcast. Selection, Selection Sunday's coming up, guys. All right. So thank you for joining us. Um, and uh, sign us out. Adios, amigos. Peace out. Bye. She fucked the fist, by the way. <laughs>